Hello, everybody, friends, enemies alike. We are back. Reckless podcast. We try not to swear in like the first couple minutes, just uh, for like algorithm purposes. But welcome to the what fourth episode? Oh my gosh, yeah. Hell yes. We are here with TikTok star and musical artist, hometown bestie, Delta. Hello, everyone. How are we doing today? (laughs) So good. So much better that you're here. Oh, when you you messaged me and you were like, I want to be on the podcast, I was like, not even a second thought. I was like, absolutely. I would never, was, I would be like, yeah. I would have never, yeah, I was like, absolutely. Like, it was no. so funny because when I messaged the account, um, I didn't know who was going to read it. So I was like, I was like, just send it basic, you know, like I would love to be on the podcast and I was going to put, if this is Sarah, hi, if this is Allie, hi, like I didn't know who was reading it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's me. We're actually having issues with both of us getting onto the Instagram account because it's like flagging it because oh, really? I'm in LA and Allie's in Michigan yeah so it's just been me on the uh on the Instagram page Instagram is out for blood truly yeah they are Instagram's trying to chaos like, only. destroy my life I'm shadow banned really hard right now so <laughs> <laughs> I got beef with Instagram <laughs> I swear to god that noise was my chair I did not just fart just, I Girl, just, I didn't even it. hear it. You just exposed yourself. I just, I just forgot it was a fart. I just, to be very clear, I, I have actually never farted. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to fart. I don't even know what a fart, like, sounds like. Completely. I farted once and it scared the, it scared me. It really scared me. Just once yeah. only, I, only once. It scared me. It scared everyone around me. I know. Like, people who fart, so problematic damaging thing to do just like like honestly grow up if you fart grow up disgusting Disgusting. we don't fart we just shit our pants there's probably someone listening right now like i'm really scared to fart (laughs) (laughs) um i've actually never shit my pants ever i have once have you i'll be honest yeah i need when you're sick I need to stop telling people that I've never shit my pants because I talk about it too often. And it's whenever it happens to me, I like won't be able to say that anymore. And I feel like people are gonna be like, hey, it's been a minute since Sarah bragged about never shitting herself. (laughs) 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 So I like had to have a conversation with myself and I was like, all right, Sarah, you talk about it a couple more times and then you can't brag about it again because people are like, because it. Uh, at some point, I'm sure it's going to happen. And I don't want yeah. like, everyone's immediately gonna be like, hey, Sarah, what happened? Someone's going to bring up like shitting themselves. And they're going to be like, hmm, that's weird. You haven't bragged about that in a second. And I'll, I'll Listen, be caught. This whole time, our whole entire friendship, I thought that you had at least shit your pants once. I don't know. I just assumed how... by default, though, truly. I don't know how I've gotten away with that. Like, I feel, first off, I feel like I have some, like, a privilege. I feel like I'm privileged because I, I haven't. And then also, too, I'm just like, how? Do you, my diet is mostly, like, Red Bull and Flaming Hot Cheetos is, like, the main food group. And Adderall. <laughs> and I oh, my God. Like, I am, at this point, I feel like I'm mocking God, <laughs> my whole entire universe. Like someone up there is like Satan. I don't know. Someone's looking at me like I'm. Tesla. I think at I'm, this point you're playing God. I think mm-hmm. at this point I'm, I'm walking the line. Someone is gonna. I'm gonna be humbled by the universe at some point, and I don't know when <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's probably gonna be the worst possible time. It, so, you know, there's no good time to shit your pants. Like there's never it. a time where I'm like, wow. So. Charlie agrees if you can hear him. I was just heard him. He's so adorable. He is so oh, adorable. Yeah. They're like such a background. Do you remember when your when your um fire alarm fire alarm? What is that? Yeah. Smoke detector. Smoke detector. Smoke yeah. detector. Remember when that was broken in your apartment for like months? And like we never the whole the noise was just such a part of our conversation that we only mm-hmm. noticed after it was fixed. <laughs> we were like, 
why does it sound why is it so quiet do you want to know something about that it was never broken when I changed the battery I put the battery in backwards (laughs) and it was like that and I didn't figure that out I was like pissed I was like my because it's like hardwired in my wall but if the battery dies it beeps and I like, I, it was like that, Dylan, I swear to God, it was like that for two months. It was so, and it would echo too, because you have like all like wood floors. So it'd be like, beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> it was so irritating. I like, I would literally, my cats would get so irritated with it. I would go to my breaker box and I would shut down like the wire, like the one that like controls where my smoke alarms are and just like turn that off because I couldn't take it and my cats couldn't until one day I got up there and I'm like all right we're figuring this out I'm like YouTubing videos and literally I looked at it and I was like huh you know what I wonder if that battery's in backwards <laughs> so listen you live and you learn that's the whole point of growing up yeah mm-hmm. um but I definitely want to talk about some of the music you've been putting out the last song yes, the growing up becoming this just amazing dual dually talented iconic generational godlike character wow that's a lot to take in (laughs) that's a lot to take in and like first off your style this outfit oh thank you sling it but like honestly I feel like I feel like I and I've known you since I think we've had classes together since kindergarten I've known Mm -hmm. you for we have We've, we've known each other very, very long. And none of, and first off, I just want to let you know that my mom asks about you sometimes because she knows we occasionally chit-chat. And she's always like, oh, I always loved him. He was so sweet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm like, none of, like the fact that you like are getting your foot in the door in the entertainment world, um, first off, makes me super happy because I love when people I love like are entering my world. Yeah. But also, it's not, part of it. it's not surprising. And I think you're going to do, I think... Did it really come to a surprise to anybody? Honestly, you, you, know, like you are so meant for it. You really are. <laughs> Thank you. You are, really the, you, are the, you are like the main character of Port Huron. You know <laughs> what I mean? You. No, I really appreciate it. Like I how really many people it. really stand out like that in Port Huron? Um, you know, it's always been a mission of mine to kind of do that in Port Huron, you know, uh, ever since I started out, it's always been that, you know, like if it wasn't getting my name to be known for music, well, then I guess I'll be known for my outfits. And that's something I was known for for a while. And then now I get to change it up. And I think it's a really amazing thing. It's fun. I just like, I just like messing with everyone. It's kind of like me playing pretend and everyone's just like watching me play pretend. (laughs) Yeah. Living life to, to the fullest. Yeah. Yeah, I have yes. always, I've always been like, I've always known that you were going to do, like, I'm very excited to see what kind of like opportunities and things come your way, because yeah. I've always, 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 always like pictured you in the spotlight and pictured you, you just have the, you have, you just have the personality that really demands, you don't, and like, that's the thing too, a lot of people try to get into entertainment and they they demand attention and they demand respect and you never did instead you commanded attention Mm -hmm. and then yeah that is a big and I pride myself on that I really do because I think it's something you need to be prideful I mean um if I wasn't uh if I wasn't this person if you know funny fact enough um this year is actually the 10-year anniversary of me going by dill pop I've been going by dill pop for 10 years now um and in those 10 years, I didn't really, do, I did a lot, in my opinion, you know, to push the character that I have created. And then um, now it's kind of coming all together. Now it's, I get to show the whole world. And that's something I'm really happy about. And I always try to remind myself to stay as humble as all can get because it pisses people off. It does. <laughs> it does. And it's like, I just, and you actually, all three of us, uh, at some point in our education had a rough time. Oh I yeah. Bullying. I know you did. Yeah. I know you, Allie did. And it's like, it's just nice to see people. It's nice to see not only people getting out of that, getting out of their hometown and doing cool things. And it mm-hmm. makes me so happy to know that the people who picked on me and the people who picked on you and the people who picked on Allie, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. You can, you know, that they're like, 
it 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 bothers them. It, I, you know, but I always wish them. I wish them the best. That's I, all I can do. But I'm doing better than you. Yeah, but. and it's like to <laughs> yeah, be exactly. It's like I know like kids like still make fun of me and stuff. Like kids I went to high school. But like, you know what? They also watch all my stuff. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And Period. Yeah. It's like the people who watch my stories, the people who listen to my podcast, the people who are like, you know, think they're like making fun of me because they're, you know, subscribing to like our Patreon and stuff. Like you're paying my bills. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, it's just like, like, you know, people think they're being haters and they're being, it's like really fan behavior, to be honest. Very yeah. much fan-like behavior. Very much fan-like um, behavior. Um, I think both of you are a little bit more prevalent when it comes to like having a platform. So in that sense, like, it's great to see because you've always put yourself out there, but it's, you can see it starting to pay off it on that on the back end so you're mm-hmm. like it's I'm funny over here like Chris Jenner like you're doing amazing <laughs> sweetie um it's funny too because it's like people act like I kind of blew like blew up and I don't think I blew up but I kind of like hometown did if that makes sense yeah people act like it happened overnight and I just like got lucky and uh I like I have been like working so hard since I was like 10 when I was 10 years old is when I started modeling and all through high school, all through middle school, I modeled and I got made fun of and mm-hmm. I was, told I was dumb. And then all it took was like one decent job that I built. Yeah. The only reason I got that job is like, those are because I got, I built connections and no one mm-hmm. ever helped me. No one, no one helps anyone in the entertainment industry. I actually want to change that. I am always like the first to help. Not that I'm in like a position where I'm like, you know, super famous and like, you know, I, I do this like full time, but it's like, I don't like, I, I, you know, I'm not even close to where I want to be, but I have enough knowledge and enough connections that I'm always, when I find people who I think would do well, I'm always like, let me help you. Let me introduce you to someone. You are very, you very, you get very much like. I would, I feel like if I was in a room full of people, I would, and I didn't know you, I would be like this person, this is a genuine soul. Well, part of my thing is first off, if I bring other people, good people, it makes me look good. You know what I mean? And then also too, like, oh my God, if I knew someone who could help, you know, you know, Dill Pop, how does that negatively affect my career? Right. Exactly. If I got you, like, if I set you up with some connections and got you a sick audition, I don't think you and I are going to be auditioning for the same part. No. And I also think that I think we've forgotten in the midst of all these algorithms and all that. I think we've all forgotten that, like, we're all kind of going for the same goal, especially in entertainment. Um, where we have to help each other like um it doesn't matter if someone blows up wouldn't you want to be happy for someone is the question I like to turn it around like wouldn't you want to be happy for that person if the people around you are doing well you will almost always do well by default and I don't mean you should just like try to have like famous friends or friends with big Mm -hmm. followings just just because you want their following like that's kind of shallow but it's like support the people around you when you bring up the people around you nine times out of 10, they'll bring you up too. And sometimes they won't. Sometimes they'll abandon you and never talk to you again. And you know what? That's fine. Because Doesn't there's always people. another person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And being, you know what? It's actually like a Kendall Jenner quote, but it's so true. And it's like, like you might not, you more than likely aren't the most talented person on any set you walk into or the prettiest or the best at what you do, but you can make sure you're the kindest. Mm-hmm. and by being friendly and kind and myself and that mm-hmm. that has gotten me more opportunity than anything else mm-hmm. I love that I didn't even know Kendall Jenner said that you could have told me Marilyn Monroe said that and I would have believed it. <laughs> yeah. and I don't know if she's the first person to say that I actually it's kind of sounds like something maybe Chris Jenner used to like you know right. yeah you know what I mean but mm-hmm. it's good advice mm-hmm. because there's so many times I I, there's like one instance that I can't really talk about, but I was on set for a TV show and I ended up getting, I was just an extra and mm-hmm. definitely wasn't the prettiest. Definitely wasn't the best act. I'm a decent actress, but I wasn't like the best actress on set, but I was capable for, you know, what they wanted. And they ended up were like, Hey, like we have this, you know, we want to throw this scene in and you know, we think that you would be great for it. And, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> hey bestie. <laughs> someone peek around the corner um, there's my mom oh 
Um, I I thought I reckon I'm also sitting directly in the sun. I don't know if anyone can tell I'm on an island. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I can't really see. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm already committed to the spot. I can't move now. <laughs> it looks, you look like an angel. You are glowing. Because um, I can't tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically in short, it's just like, if, you, if you're nice on set, if you're easy to work with, if you're, I mean, every everyone's talented. You know what I mean? We're all good at something. And it's like, if you can't, sorry, my phone just went off. Silence that. If you can't, uh, like be easy to work with, like people aren't going to want to work with you. No one's going to go out of their way for you. You got to make it easy for people. Mm-hmm. I just want to be in your posses. <laughs> That's what I want. I, I want to be famous so that my friends can just go around and like be in like Getty images with me. You know what I mean? Like doing insane. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, I do have a couple pictures on Getty Images now. Do you get paid for those? I, that's a, a, you don't? Mm. No. It, so basically what happens is Getty Images will show up at like events and parties and stuff. Like someone, I don't know if someone pays for them to be there or if they get tipped off or like asked to go. Right. Um, I like, I, I mean, I probably could ask. I know a couple of the photographers that shoot for Getty Images, but they'll just be like there. And all of my Getty Image pictures, because they've been to events and parties and stuff I've been to, but I've only ever found ones of me that were like, I knew that were going to happen in a, excuse me, sir. Sorry, my cat's trying to jump on my lap. That I knew that they were going to happen. Like, you, like they call your name on the red carpet you walk on the red carpet and then there's like a couple different companies that are taking like different you know I guess paparazzi companies that are taking pictures the one time I did a red carpet I was so because you think in your head you're like I'm gonna slay this and then you get on there and it's so awkward the first time oh you my do god it. I don't I, know I, why I almost okay. said that same thing I was like there's no way I would I would immediately forget how to do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first time I went on a red carpet, um, my red carpet pictures were awesome. Like I killed it. I, I, the, okay. So the biggest thing, like listen to some music before you go on the red carpet, like pump yourself up. It was the second time I went on the red carpet. I didn't really feel that great. Um, and I, I like, uh, you, you can tell in the pictures that I like, so, really had to like push myself to go and there's like no energy to me my oh. first red carpet pictures and I even got like um one of like the companies like took a video of me they no one took a video of me the second time <laughs> I was like so dead on the carpet so like it really it like like if take you your yourself your hot shit and you live that in your in your mm-hmm. mind even if it's delusional at the time but it's probably not for anyone on this call because we're all generally hot all the time yeah yeah but you have to like really program yourself like I am that I am because if you don't feel attractive or like if you're not feeling yourself especially for that kind of event I feel like it just shows also do not do not do not um partake in marijuana before going on a red carpet please don't I learned that the hard way I learned that the hard way I was like I was like posing and I was like man I could really go for some because I was it was in a movie theater um mm-hmm. so the carpet was in a movie theater and I was posing and I was like oh my god that popcorn smells so good and mind you you know my outfits they're always they've always been over the top um so I'm the only one with a veil over my face right mm-hmm. so I go over off the red carpet and the veil touches my feet the veil is covering me and nobody else everyone's wearing business casual good for them they look great I'm wearing a veil um so I go over to get popcorn because I'm like I want popcorn I step over it trip over the veil fall flat on my face and the photographer starts <laughs> the photographer starts laughing it was like popcorn that good huh and I was so <laughs> I was like, I'm on the ground right now, sir. Like, can you help me up, please? My first big red carpet event, I went outside to like go grab my friend. And I'm out on like I'm like the walk of fame is like right there. So mm-hmm. I'm outside. I'm in a really expensive dress that I'm renting that I don't Oof. own. That's so scary. I trip, I fall. There's a bunch of paparazzi outside because a bunch of, I think it was like like um machine gun kelly's like drummer was there or something and he had just gotten there and i like i tripped and fell luckily i didn't um 
I didn't, sorry, just thing popped up from Zoom. I didn't um, like drip, rip my dress or anything, but uh, a bunch of paparazzi like started taking pictures of me. No one, had, no one called me up. I don't think I, like, I, I'm sure none of them knew who I was, or they, you know, recognized me from like earlier when I got there. But yeah. So, and I never found those pictures, but there might be pictures of me just eating shit. I'm so the sorry worst part for was this was on the Walk of Fame. Have you guys yeah. been on the Walk of Fame? Ooh. I haven't. I've seen pictures, but I can only imagine. It's gross. I'm, it looks oh my gross. Gosh, it's very gross. My favorite thing is when people when I see people like on Facebook and they're, they're visiting LA and they're like on the walk of fame and they're like touching the stars. Ooh, and no, like, no, 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 oh, no. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like I would not. <laughs> no, that is would. for syphilis. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We have syphilis outbreaks all the time in LA. <laughs> like it definitely smelled bad. I was there and I was like, this is, like, Jenna and I walked to get coffee one morning, I was like, whoo, Hollywood smells white mm-hmm. this morning. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, it's usually, it's usually worse in the morning, I find. It was very, it was very dense. Yeah. It, yeah. It was, it was like, I didn't even want to eat the breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. kind of vibes. It was, it was, it was heavy. It was you know a- the funniest thing about being in California? I didn't even visit LA. Like I didn't visit LA at all. I wish I would have because I don't even count myself as being in California. Everyone who I told, I was like, I'm working in California. They were like, no, you're working in Death Valley. That's not California. I like, love Death Valley. <laughs> I really want to go. It's, really, it's only like four or so hours from LA. I mean, it's like pretty much the same. I mean, I guess depending where in Death Valley you are. But like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, it's not that bad of a drive. It's mo- the, the worst part of the drive is you don't have cell service for most of it because you're driving through the desert. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay, so is that okay if you download your Spotify way off topic? When it, you download, is that like you can listen to that whenever then? Like, so yeah, you be able to listen to your Spotify still. Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive! I know, right? Modern technology. <laughs> wow, I mean, what a wow! That's just so it's so funny because when I would work in the Yellowstone uh, National Park, I would go to a city which was like uh, an hour away. It was the closest McDonald's. An hour away was the closest McDonald's. And then Walmart was three hours away. So that was the only place we would have good Wi-Fi. And at the time, I didn't have phone service because I was a bit poor. Um, but um, so I had to download like albums. I downloaded albums. And like people, I'd be like, here, put a song on. And they'd be like, Man, there's a lot of Lady Gaga in here, and I'm like, it's it's for it's for it's for reasons. It's not I just have to there. Mass download, okay? <laughs> right. Like this is a mass download situation. I would be in the same boat. Right, like so imagine. Oh wait, what? I was gonna say, like, imagine the apocalypse is happening, like, and you are not able to listen to like any song that you want oh, to because you forgot to download it. I'm on Spotify right now. <laughs> right. I'm a doomsday prepper but only when it comes to this kind of mundane stuff. I'm literally going to do this right now on my phone. Um, so speaking of Death Valley, I you need to clue us in a little bit. I don't, I'm sure you're, you know, you're always on TikTok. So I'm sure you've seen all of the crazy death or uh, national park, like yeah. wild, crazy stories. And I am a national park lover myself. Sorry if you can, if you're watching the YouTube video, sorry if you can tell I only have two nails on right now. They've all fallen. <laughs> but anyway, um, but as a national park lover myself, uh, a national park lover, what do you have to say about the crazy, you know, people going missing, like the weird cannibal stories I have heard? Um, so in Yellowstone, more prevalent than anything, uh, there's actually a book that they sell at the gift shops. Uh, they, they capitalize off of this. Don't get wrong. It's called Deaths in Yellowstone. And they sell the book and it basically, it outlines specific chapters where people have died in from natural events, uh, geysers, health related issues, bears, animals, yada, yada, yada. Um, murder. I think the craziest, yeah, murder. No, there is murder <laughs> in there. No, for real. Um, I think the craziest thing that happened, because I worked here, I worked in Yellowstone over the summer, and I think the craziest thing that happened was, um, of course, the Gabby Petito case. Mm-hmm. Um, but the two years- Oh my before, God. 
Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot you were there for that. Yeah, I was. I was there for that. Um, it was, I wasn't very involved in it. To, to, so like, I just kind of like sat background and everybody told me everything. I just didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. Um, but I definitely was there for that. And they said that it might've happened in Yellowstone, but I don't really think, I think they eventually found it in Idaho, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, or Wyoming I, or something somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah. Somewhere in there. And, um, so that was the craziest thing that happened this year. But my first season in 2019, I don't know if anybody remembers this. There was a lady who said that the last time she saw her children was at the Geyser Boardwalk. And then it came out a couple years later that she actually had murdered them herself and buried them in her backyard. Do you guys remember that? Hearing about that at Wait all? A Wait a minute. Yeah. It was like a girl. It was a little, like a, a brother and a sister. Yes, yes. Oh my, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that was my first time in Yellowstone. My first year is when that happened. And that was 2019, which funny enough, I actually have to bring this up because Allie's here. Allie, do you remember that one time when I was getting on the Greyhound for my first Yellowstone and we <laughs> ran into each other on the street? It was so of- random. It was so random. I, I was like, Allie, you were like, it. Dylan? <laughs> it was so funny. And then this guy- We literally getting, go, walking to the bus stop and Jenna and I were in an Uber. We were in Detroit and we were just driving down the street. We were going to like, I think Deluxe or something. Yeah, it was Deluxe. Yeah. And I, I looked at my, I was like, Jenna, I was like, is that Dylan standing <laughs> by that stop sign? And she was like, I, I think so. And I was like, I rolled down the window <laughs> and we were both like, what? <laughs> and we hung out. Oh my God. That, and then Honestly, you, you were the last person I saw before I went to Yellowstone. And that that's like, what's like, what is it? Poetry? When it goes around in a circle, that was poetry. Karma? Karma. No. <laughs> poetry poetry are my karmic cycle yeah yeah it's funny because and i ali and i have talked about this before every time like you're the kind of person that you just like we just like people just run into you yeah like in the most random places like you are just like places and you're like they're always yeah yeah i feel like i'm a curse that just will not ever go away on this earth you're just this like you just you show up you're just always everywhere yeah I'm everything even my mom will be like oh you never guess who I saw today and yeah. <laughs> I used to have a like people I don't really talk to anymore their parents would come into like random jobs I would work and they'd be like can I take a picture of you to send it to my son <laughs> I just think it's the cutest thing ever because it's like I don't know what that picture is gonna do but sure they're probably freaking out because it's you know they gotta pay a bill and they're like oh yeah I got this picture of Dilpop <laughs> <laughs> you're so iconic that's why Thank you. No, I really appreciate it, especially with the outreach that I've been getting with this new song. I really, it's been, it, it feels did, surreal. It did well. Yeah, it did, it did well. really well. This. Tell us about the journey of releasing the the origins. Everything. Um, well, basically, funny enough, the song was born in California. Uh, when I first started at Death Valley, it was very like, um, it was a lot different than Yellowstone, I will say that. Um, they're two different places, um, obviously, and th- it's a lot smaller of people. So all my Yellowstone friends, I didn't really have a lot. So in Death Valley, people would always be like, hey, come outside and, you know, just talk with us or drink. And I just was too scared to. So I'd always tell them, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm just going to go to sleep, like have a good night. And I would stay up doing whatever I like to do mm-hmm. by myself, which is um, scroll on an app that has children dancing on it <laughs> for 14 hours plus. Um, so basically that's how the song was birthed it was just kind of me saying like you know I think we all have these things where we're like we're uncomfortable how do I get out of the situation I'll just lie and even in the song I mentioned it you know like I'm lying but you don't know it yet you know like you don't know like when I say I'm going to sleep I'm not really going to sleep I'm just evading any type of uh, relationship communication it could be applied to all those sort of things um Actually, funny enough, for the music that I'm making right now, I have not been producing it. I've been, um, I will honestly say I've been buying the music off YouTube. Uh, This song I bought all the rights to. I uh, previewed it to the artist um, who created it. Mm -hmm. And he really loved it. The song actually itself is from 2015. It's a very old song. And I was like, no, I really like the way this sounds. It could be a new direction for me because I think everyone's kind of associated me with electronic for a long time. So I was like, I really want to depart from that, be a little bit more chill. 
and that's how Go to Sleep was born. And I guess everyone really liked it. I, I, I really, I'm grateful for everyone who streamed it, supported it. You guys, of course, for being the number one Dill Pop stands. I love it so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This is a Dill Pop stan podcast. Dill <laughs> Pop stan lifestyle. It's, the only way it's, to go. Ex- it's exciting for I think us because it's like like you're someone I don't feel like who's just gonna go away and like I feel like you're kind of born for entertainment and like I I just it's really exciting because it's like the, and, and, and that song was good I liked the song it was really good but I think Thank it's gonna be really exciting to like look back on that song like a year from now two oh, years yeah from now. you know what I mean and it's like because your growth as an artist and as just like an icon in general has you it know just keeps going for some reason right, and it doesn't stop right <laughs> your, your style has evolved and it's gotten better and better and better not that it was ever bad but it's just like you you're someone who puts so much into what you do that so yeah like I think it's just like I you're only gonna go up so it's kind of fun to see these like, you know, kind of beginning stages where you're like testing new waters and seeing what fits you because it's like, it's just gonna be cool to look back on, I think. I hope everyone has fun too. And that's that's my main message is that I just want to make people happy. I'm an entertainer. That's all I've ever been good at mm-hmm. my whole life. It's the only thing I've ever We're been good built at. For it. I feel that like so hard. <laughs> so I, feel I just so much. Like I don't want to it's not even about being a celebrity of sorts or even being famous. It's just about, did I make you happy? Did you feel sad? What did you take away from this? Reflections. Did you enjoy it? Did you like the beat? It's always just those simple things that I'm really looking for. Of course, anyone would love to be an icon or famous, but I will say that entertaining people has always came first for me, making sure people can dance, can cry with their best friends, scream lyrics at the top of their head. It's stuff I want so bad. I feel the same way. Like, it brings a smile to my face that you did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you remember when you learned every, like the full choreography for GUI? Yes. And the first time you you did that, we were sitting, whose living room were were we in? Allison's, it was Allison's. (laughs) (laughs) did the whole thing. And I swear to God, I don't think I said anything the entire time. I was like mesmerized. I was like, (laughs) a true performer. I don't know if anybody that's how um for a while I don't know if anybody remembers this era but because you guys were kind of um you guys were elsewhere it was in Port Huron um my Lynch's Irish Tavern era I think was really the karaoke era yeah that was definitely a time that I think I will always credit as what really helped me get back into my dill pop fighting game you know I am really depressed that I missed that era oh it was next time I see you we are doing karaoke I don't know if I'm allowed in that bar anymore, but There's we'll see. They might have iconic <laughs> in Port Huron now that has like uh, everyone's been telling me about it. They have karaoke. I've been wanting. Yeah, Connor Street Pub, I believe it's what it is. I could be wrong. God, the idea of going to a bar in Port Huron, a local yeah, bar. Yeah, I just Huron. my soul. I just felt like Fight a flight. My soul. I'd be too scared. Every time I go to a bar in Port Huron, a bunch of people who straight up did not like me ever always come up to me and like hug me, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. This is a trap. One time this guy came up to me and he was, I won't say his name, but he came up to me and he said, um, he was super drunk. <laughs> and he said, he I was outside having a cigarette mm-hmm. and he was like, Dylan, I'm so sorry for the way everyone bullied you. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, thank you. You know, like I, I appreciated it. Like didn't want to, you know, feel that it's enough that he's drunk, but it's another thing to come up to someone and apologize for on behalf of everyone for that. So I was like, thank you. And like, I was just like, it's okay. Let's, let's go back to having fun now. <laughs> I've had, yeah, I've had people like apologize to me and stuff. I've also had people like reach out to me who are like horrific to me and like, want to like, be my friend and then I'm like oh do you remember like when you called me a fat bitch whore in seventh grade and then they like conveniently don't ever remember that and you're like I do my I do does so thank you for that um, <laughs> well I, I also um wanted to ask uh you guys like how's life been for you you know like how has everything been I haven't seen you I haven't seen you guys in a while I think the last time I saw Sarah was I want to say it had to be a 2017 or something like that. That's we have seen each other. Beyond ago. Does that not seem like forever ago? 
I was looking at pictures of me and Allie. Me and Allie used to just go in her car and just like drive around for hours. We would drive for hours. Just drive the same loop, the same loop. Oh, I also have a question. What was that place called we went to that one time, that nature trail? I really liked it and I've always wanted to go back. We went to this nature trail. It was far out. (gasps) Yeah. What was it called? I really want to go. They had those hieroglyphics there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like by Baird's Hills. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it is, but it's it was really cool. I really liked it. It's a really cool hike trip. Like it was a good mm-hmm. trail to hike. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, I missed that. I miss the Aveo is dead. The Aveo has died. Oh, uh, I thought I saw it driving around the other day. I, I thought because I thought your brother had it at one point. He did, and I went home to visit and. My dad was like, yeah, I sh- we had to, we had to kill her. Oh, <laughs> Rip. She was organized. <laughs> and how about you, Sarah? I, I know you're out in LA, so that must be just so nice because like being out there probably gives you so many opportunities and stuff like that, stuff that you deserve to have. Thank you so much. Um, yes. I, so when I first moved out here, I hit the ground running and I pretty much was busy up until uh LA gave me a great opportunity of having mono for like oh. months yeah we, so. and we were we were always trying to figure out we were like self-diagnosing oh we were like WebMDing her we couldn't figure out what was wrong I I went to I literally I we could not figure out what was wrong with me I drove to Arizona from LA to go to the Mayo Clinic and they couldn't figure it out. Finally, I got so sick one day. I was covered in head to toe in a weird rash. Right. <laughs> the ER because I'm like, this looks like smallpox. I'm like, yeah. what is happening? And then they were like, okay, we're going to test you for mono. They ended up sending me home. I couldn't figure it out. They didn't actually run the test for the next day and then didn't call me for a week. And then they were like, hey, just so you know, you have mono. <laughs> You've had mono for like a long time. You were <laughs> strained up. I'm yeah. strained up. That was so funny. Oh, I was. I, sh- I And th- so now I'm like, finally, like the past two weeks, I'm like, okay, I'm like done. Like my body's like pretty much healed. And cause like, even once you're done being sick, like you're, you like my body took a hit. I'm not, you know, a teenager, like most who get when they're, mo- you know, most teenagers can't get, if they get mono, it's when they're a teenager. And like, I don't heal like I used to. <laughs> so oh it like God. took me a couple, it took me like a month after the mono was like done for me to even just like have the energy to do everything. So now I'm like, yeah, that stuff wipes you out. Yeah. So it, there's not going to be a bunch of stuff coming out like from me for, you know, a couple months. Cause it's like, I, you know, it's like you do stuff and then it all comes out later. Right. Like yeah. acting, like if it's a music video, sometimes it's two weeks, sometimes it's a couple months. I, I, you know, I'm in the, um, HBO show that I can't remember the name of. Oh my God. Uh, I have a part in the HBO, like a small little featured part, uh, and that the show that's coming out about the Lakers. It looks okay. so good. I'm trying to remember the name too. Yeah. I got to meet a lot really of cool fun. people like John C. Riley's in it, Sally Fields, Bo Burnham. I have Sally oh, that'd Fields. That'd be really fun. Vintage Playboy. I, Sally Fields very is a very sweet, cute little. I had to buy it. So sweet. I love her. You know, she's like one of, um, like, like back in the day, like she, I don't think she's, she's not fully nude in that, is she? I think she's like one of a couple people who didn't have to get fully nude. But I honestly like didn't. I just I just saw Sally Fields on the cover, and I was like, "Gotta buy it." It's like 1980. Gotta buy it. Watching her act was like insane. I love her. She's, she's uh, that must be so empowering. I would. I don't know how I would be on a set because watching people act, like especially people who have been doing this for years, like I would just say, like that would. Ins- I didn't. That inspired me too much. If that makes sense, like I would be like, I can do anything. It I was can do cool. anything. And it was yeah. I think the first time I met her, it was also like four in the morning. So oh, yeah. Those are then, sexy hours. Yes. <laughs> when you're on set. Sexy hours of the day. Like you like set, I feel like being on a set feels like it'd be really exciting. And it is sometimes, but you're like, even if they're like, oh, we're only gonna need you for four hours, double it. Always double it. Like a lot of times when you get on set. Sometimes you'll go into hair and makeup right away if you, it, unless you're doing it by yourself. Uh, but a lot of times, a lot of times you literally don't do anything for like, you don't film anything for hours. I mean, one time I did a music video and I think, I don't think I actually filmed for the first eight hours. 
Oh my gosh. I was on set, I think for about like maybe 10 hours and I, I didn't do anything until like hour eight or nine. That's like enough for me to drink two Red Bulls and I can really only withstand one. Well, that's the nice thing about being on set is they usually have a, they like have a crafty table and a lot of times they have Red Bull. Oh, nice. Love it. I'm set for life. I have bagels. <laughs> depends. It depends on how nice the set is. I've been on sets that have full candy bars. Like, and I mean like a bar that has like every kind of candy you can think of. I've been on sets that have a couple granola bars and fruit snacks. So it depends on the budget of the set. I will say like SAG productions, usually really good. Like you can expect a decent crafty. I'm telling you, if you tell me there's a salad bar at any event, I will be there. <laughs> there's okay. there. They wouldn't, they usually don't have uh, like salad bars at crafties. I've never seen one. And that doesn't mean they don't exist because like, one time I had a taco bar at a crafty and that's like, by the way, crafties are like outside of your food. So like you also get meals on top of that. Okay. Nice. That's like the best part about acting is the free food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and cause, yeah, cause it's like free. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, can I think do it's, this, I think, I think yeah. we're all, it's, it's time. I think it's time for us to unleash the triple blonde I think, threat. I think that we're, especially you two, especially you two, I feel like, you always knew that you wanted to be in this, this kind of industry, mm-hmm. but you are really kind of blossoming into accepting how perfect this is for you, like how good you are at these things. Like mm-hmm. for you to like to hear that you're getting into film and like all of I'm so happy because you put together the coolest, like you are so creative in so many ways. But it's like, no, it's no shocker that you're going, like, I see you being successful in so many different avenues, but like, Sarah, like, your mind, I just, like, yeah, no, you have a you very strong mind, a genius, <laughs> like, honestly, thank you I so just, much, I, people don't realize that I'm like, I have a lot of experience in different, like, business avenues, and whenever, like, I get to, like, the business side of things, people are always, like, cause I don't ever really talk about it, but I can talk, but I can do biz. And like, when like setting up the podcast and everything, I like, <laughs> like blew Bailey's mind a little bit. Cause I like, did. I Chris Jennered the shit out of this podcast. Oh, and I'm I so happy that. you did because it's something we talked about, but we we're the same where we don't like, we have all these ideas, but mm-hmm. it really takes like just taking that first step at like executing them. And she mm-hmm. just, one day I just like looked down at my phone. I was working. And I looked down on my phone and I was like, oh, oh, we have a playlist now. And <laughs> we have a, we have all these different, like, every, it was just so meticulous in detail. That was. I'm so happy for you guys. I'm really glad that you guys started this because if there's any two people that I need to listen to in my headphones, it's you two, honestly, like <laughs> I, I need to. You know, <laughs> and that. also too, actually, I have a question for you because I think like, what what is your moon sign mine yeah okay i'll actually tell you my full thing because i I did one of those outfits i did one of those mix match outfits on twitter i hated it um but um, (laughs) i'm an aries sun of course i feel like that's i feel like everyone can just see that in my face cancer rising and then i'm a taurus moon okay i'm a taurus moon hey rising no, Wait. I'm a Cancer Sun. I'm a Leo Moon, and I am a Libra Rising. Ooh, okay, that's okay. nice. But that Leo Moon, I think that's why I like this. <laughs> like that Leo Moon, that Leo Moon can be dangerous, but mm-hmm. I will say, I wish we had um, captions so I could get a screen grab of you in that outfit saying, "Okay, well, I'm an Aries Sun." <laughs> right, for real. Like, <laughs> just wearing this outfit, Aries Sun. If anybody couldn't tell. I'm the loudest one in the room currently. I love it. I love it. Thank you. You know, it's funny. This jacket um, is actually just from ASOS. It's actually a women's jacket, but I got it in the size that was big enough. And this shirt is from ASOS as well. I'm done with my ASOS. Too much of their stuff is broken for me. So me and them are broken Mm -hmm. up, but I will. It's always fun in the beginning, though. The Mm -hmm. honeymoon phase. And then you get into afterpay. And that's something I don't want to talk about. No, I don't want to talk about that either. They had me in their clutches during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Like in the panty, I was like, oh my God. Like every day I was like, your $14 afterpay payment is scheduled to come tomorrow. And I was like, it was just one every day. Every like, time they oh, gave me $100 notice- slippers, no problem. 
every time they gave me a notification every time they gave me notification i was like you guys still need more money didn't i give you money the other week <laughs> i know and i'll look, look at my bank account and i'm like wait why did i go negative because I, <laughs> I don't keep everything in my checking like you know what i mean like I try, right so i'm like wait, why am i negative and i'm like oh after six afterpay payments and i was like all right we gotta <laughs> we gotta reel it in on that one <laughs> It's like, you're like, all right, well, if no other bills come out for the rest of this week, I'll be good for my next paycheck. <laughs> and then you have like four afterpays come out. They're all like $12. Yep. Yeah. And that yeah. adds up. And then you're just. It's so bad. I'm done with afterpay. I can't no. do it anymore. I just yeah. finished my last payment. And mind you, four payments of $149 is what nobody should be doing. Nobody. So let's. <laughs> yeah. It gets yeah. really it gets so, it's so easy to do it's mm -hmm. way too easy they should have at least like four background checks before you even click an i agree statement because no i i don't recommend after people always keep saying euphoria is bad for the kids Afterpay is bad for the kids let's get it real yeah. <laughs> after pay is there's like there's too much that <laughs> i i can buy everything that i've ever wanted <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to do after pay on houses? We need after pay on houses, cars, everything. We need it for everything. I think that's a mortgage. Yeah, that is true. That's a mortgage at that point. Huh. Good. Good, good call. Was, yeah. 100%. Um, but yeah, I think, how do you guys feel about rapping? I know yeah. Allie's got some things. I don't to really know how, if I, like, I don't think. I feel like I would have to really write it down and like, I don't think that I could just go into like a freestyle. <laughs> like I was talking about, <laughs> I was talking about, I was talking about wrapping the podcast, like wrapping the episode. Oh, <laughs> no, I would, I would actually, no, no, let's wrap, let's wrap. Joking. I would love to see Ali. No, we're going to wrap now. Now that you're <laughs> set up, we're going to wrap. Universe. All right, ready? Okay, so there we like have a, a little lamb. Little, that was, for it was white as snow. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have All, right, uh, all right, listen, let me, let me get into the flow. Let me get into my flow. All right. This is her Eminem arc. <laughs> right, listen, listen. She looks like she's yeah. like Eminem right We had one shot. I'm just asking you this as a per person to person. Mm -hmm. You had one opportunity. Seize. Everything you ever wanted, mm -hmm. would you capture it? Incredible. I feel like flip. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was very like like Eminem meets slam poetry. But I can tell you wrote that yourself, and definitely not Eminem. It's an original. Piece. Definitely not from an Eminem song. It's an original piece, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that I inspired a lot of, um, you know especially Eminem, like his early stuff, you know, I feel like I was the inspiration. Mm -hmm, yeah. I think that I inspired 8 Mile. Um, I was just have to say that a lot of people don't know, but Allie was actually the inspiration of 8 Mile. It's uh, kind of like a a light narrative on her story. It's yeah. my childhood, actually. Right. My early yeah, it was. Right? Yeah, it was very, it was, it was, Um, if you know, you know, if you don't, you don't. You know, right, right, right. 100%. You get it, you get it. Like, if you don't, just move on. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, this isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough in the 810. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have. <laughs> Eminem's probably listening to this and I'm like, 810. <laughs> Interscope. <laughs> Interscope enters the chat. Right. Eight one zero. I get a cease and desist. <laughs> Stop referring to yourself as. I get a lawsuit in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow! I completely missed the rapping thing, but I really thought you were asking about rapping. But I know I don't think that I could freestyle, and that's something that I've always been envious of. Are those that can like freestyle? Like how? Me too. I actually like, it hurts me a little bit. And I, I like hang out with a lot of rappers and stuff. And I'm always like, you know, head to head, I could not out rap I, anyone here. And that I freestyled once. Okay. So part of me gets like, um, I don't want to say the word, I guess I'm just gonna say it. I get cringed out when people start um, freestyling because I'm like, oh, they're gonna mess up. Oh, they're gonna mess up. Like I'm waiting, yeah. like I'm clutching. Yep. Um, and um, 
one time in Yellowstone, I was asked to freestyle and I was like, okay, nobody from back home knows me. I can do this and embarrass myself if, if it comes to show. I actually dropped some bars and everyone was like, how'd you come up with that that fast? I did something, I said something along the lines of put you, put you in a grave dun 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 or something like that and it was just crazy and I've never been able to do it before we'll never do it again the secondhand embarrassment I had the next day was enough to make me buy a six pack of white claws and drink it enough right but I have only been able to freestyle once that's like that is something that I would definitely include on a resume (laughs) yeah that's that is so hard yeah no it It is is. because it's like I and I would like to think that all three of us are pretty witty Mm-hmm. and like very and pretty clever but like I first off I don't know I'm dyslexic and I feel like that maybe doesn't like hinder my freestyling abilities but I'm going to use it as an excuse yeah for sure no Any, I, anywhere I, I can actually I think you should get good at freestyling and then become the first dyslexic freestyler <laughs> I, okay <laughs> if I ever <laughs> learned how to freestyle I would tell no one no one and then I would wait for the perfect moment and I would just like murder everyone yeah no, like, that's... oh my god and then I would never do it again and I yeah. that's probably what exactly. you did and then exactly. at one point I'll do it and everyone is gonna be like what? and then uh <laughs> then I'll disappear into the night like nothing happened you have then... the exit right that can make or break everything right yes a perfect exit knowing when to say goodbye do you know who's a really good freestyler who Meg the Stallion. Oh yeah. Oh my Have god. You heard I love her freestyles. I'm like, oh my god. Yes. No. She is every any time that she could say anything, especially when she's talking about the hottie sauce on the commercials. I'm like, I love it. I love it. I just I haven't even tried it. I love it. I know. And so, yeah. Well, first off, I love tall, powerful women. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something that's so like chef's kiss about them. Like every yeah. time I meet like a tall woman, I'm always like. Like, I never, I've met some pretty big celebrities. I've worked with some pretty big celebrities. And I never, ever get, like, starstruck. I don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't care. But I'll meet, like, a pretty tall woman at the bar, and I'll get really nervous. Oh, my gosh. No, Megan <laughs> Thee Stallion is so perfect, Megan. Yeah. I, I, would, because, I would do anything for her. Right. Tall women, they cannot enter a room without truly capturing all the attention. Make mm-hmm. so usually- it yeah because like you see a tall man and you're like there's just mm-hmm. another guy who's tall mm-hmm. there's another mm-hmm. just you know whatever but you see a tall woman and you're like this warrior goddess i know you're like oh, it's like un, it's like unreal it's like you're like oh my god mm-hmm. this amazing woman and it's just like i love tall women i wish i was one you know, I love, and I, and I, yeah, tall women, amazing. Honestly, <laughs> women, amazing. Like anytime they walk through room, like, oh my God, I'm just another background character. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm to the point where I'm like, most women can do no wrong. Most. Mm-hmm. Most. Some women. I like most. Strong emphasis on the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I see women do it and I'm like, all right, girl, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I will say like, this is the, this is. I feel like we've always had like female, I feel like female rappers have always been there mm-hmm. and been incredible. But just in the last couple of years, I feel like we've seen so many more just hugely dynamic players mm-hmm. and like, join this. Like now when I think about rap and like that genre of music, like I immediately think of like Meg Thee Stallion mm-hmm. or Jochi is like a fave right now. She's like coming up on the scene. She's she's pretty. Oh yeah, I like her. Doji's really cool. I really like right now. um, Doja Cat is someone I I I know we're all upset. I feel like we have to be that woman can literally do no wrong. Every time I see a video of her on TikTok, I'm like, one day I I want to collaborate with her. She'd be something I would love to collaborate with. Put that on the universe. I know. Be in Doja Cat. Universe here. Yeah. 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 Oh uh, yeah, Doja's Pretty like Princess Nokia. Princess Nokia. Nokia. Yeah. Have you listened to Chica? Mm-mm. No, I heard about her. Listen to Chica. That probably some of the best writing. Like I, I bet you they have like incredible poetry, like written, like like you know what I mean, like real. Like you can tell the way I. They're 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 
I think my top five. I, really I like, like Rico the, Nasty. Uh, Rico Nasty, oh, love Rico Nasty. I love Rico. Rico. He's so funny on Twitter. Flo Millie. Flo Millie. Millie yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, Bia, she's kind of coming around. Yeah. I really like Bia. Yeah. Um, a lot, you know what's funny is like I, I love rap in general, but nothing touches women's rap. Women's rap it will always just, be yeah. its, it's own like entity. Whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, and yeah, and I love to see it. And I love to see just women thriving in industries that, um, you know, haven't always been, which I mean, is I guess every industry <laughs> that haven't been so kind to women. And so it's like nice to see women really kind of like dominating things mm-hmm. truly like now like there yeah. is no like like when we were growing up like that early 2000s era like when rap really became like this like big huge like whole thing where it was mm-hmm. like such a I think that's when you started seeing like the kind of like all of the like the pop and like you yeah. know the whole era and then you have like you know I mean just some bangers like mm-hmm. mims like that was my <laughs> yeah anyway it's just now it's like when I listen to, like when I think about rap I just I, there I only my mind immediately goes to like female artists if you look at my like main playlist on my Spotify there are very few like it's all it's almost all women like and just not even just rap it's just like different genres like I pretty much right now and it's weird because growing up, I primarily listened to like male artists. Mm-hmm. It, it just, mm-hmm. there were female artists and they were good. They were great. But it was like, I know that the, like the entertainment industry and the music industry, like have, you know, they make it hard for women. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, in it, you know, and I just, and I think it's women funny. are just like pushing through that. I love it. The funny part is like, I feel like one of the things about women that has always been said is like all women are kind of generalized into the same category. So like when you had like the the Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, like all those, they were all together. Um, Jessica Simpson, highly underrated. Like, oh, I just heard a video of her singing a, the other day and I was like, you are that good at singing? Amazing. I'm when I had blonde great. hair, I used to get that I looked like Jessica yeah. Simpson a lot. I remember that, I remember that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, that's like, <laughs> But I feel like when you think about it, like, looking back like how dynamic I feel like even just music genres in general have gotten but as especially when it comes to like the the women in in rap right now every single artist has an entirely different sound and style and you never really had that before when it was like primarily I guess yeah, I mean, more women on the scene is just the more dynamic it's going to get and the more diverse. I really, truly believe that music right now um, could not and would not be innovative without women in music. Like, we, like, music needs women because they they do it like nobody else. Do it like nobody else. I've always said I've been inspired. I always say I'm inspired by women in music because watching them relentlessly go for things while uplifting other people, writing about traumatic things while dealing with this, you know, industry that can be very unkind sometimes. Mm-hmm. How can you not be inspired? You know what right. I mean? I'm yeah. inspired now. Right. <laughs> I'm inspired. So Dylan, before what? still pop. Oh, of course. <laughs> I'm still in like, you know, I'm, I'm still like in the, we're driving my car around. I know. I feel like we're just- hours. Right. But what are your plans? Like, tell us a little bit about like what your what you have coming up and what your plans are. Yeah. So, um, my microphone broke, and there's a couple parts that I had to re-record for my music. So it might take a second, but when I take these little seconds, I want to make sure that I have more for it. I'm actually working on an acoustic version of "Go to Sleep" uh, with another amazing person. Um, who I think everybody knows. Everybody I think does know in the Zoom chat right now. They know. Um. They might know who it is, but uh, we're working together for the first time ever, and that's going to be very exciting. I won't say who there because, of course, I have to keep it a secret. And then, um, you know, uh, I'm working on another song right now called Faster. I can say that. Um, It's really nostalgic sounding, and I think that's the vibe I'm going for is a very nostalgic but a, but it's very specific so you'll understand when it comes out of course what I'm aiming for um 
And of course, I have to shout out my friend and my love. I think everybody knows that she always has helped me with my music, Alex Landaker. She's always been an incredible friend to me and somebody who's always helped me write music too as well. She helps me a lot more than a lot of people think. We just, mm-hmm. I, I'm planning on doing something with her as well. So, really? oh, yay! yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I mean, where can we find you? You can find me on any music streaming site. Um, and if you don't have a music streaming app or you don't want to subscribe to anything, that's fine. You can go on YouTube and listen to it, part of YouTube music. You can even, if you're more, you know, old school style, you can um, buy my music on Apple, um, iTunes music or any type of Amazon market. I do want to start once I get all more traction with my music, I will start doing physical copies and physical releases because I think there's something really personable about that. But as of right now, I really just want to focus on digital because that's where everything is. Plus, it's better for the environment, not going to lie. Um, so I really want to do that. I really want to take a, uh, I was really inspired by Lord's approach for her latest album. Love that. She didn't want to um, release any CDs. So I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to do that. But I'm a small artist. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm just excited for everyone to stream. Um, I I can't say when the next song is going to come around, but I will say that I am working as hard as I can to fix that. So that way I can get it to you before March. What are your Instagram and TikTok handles for those uh, who want to see your funny? You are funny on TikTok. I like. I it. am very funny on TikTok. So if you like humor, please go to my TikTok, which is just oh crispy God. chicken snapback. So think of crispy chicken snap wrap, but yeah, that's my username is crispy chicken snapback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you want to check out things on Instagram, like what if I'm posting recent updates or anything like that, my Instagram handle is popdil, just my name backwards. So P O P D Y L. So wow. and you can also Google search me too if you're that curious. Absolutely. Well, you can follow us at uh reckless bitch podcast with an x instead of the i on um instagram tiktok (laughs) and twitter we're reckless i think we're just reckless b podcast and then because i ran out of letters (laughs) and then uh we're on spotify and uh this will be on youtube as well so come check us out there and we will be with you guys soon come hang out with us next week Thank you for Every- having me on the show too as oh, well. I really appreciate it. Yes. I would love to do this again sometime if you guys oh, are. Ever- absolutely. This was a great episode. All right, guys. A- bye. All right, bye.